this is uh, episode three. Right? Hi. Um, all right. Well, hey, we're back again. I'm excited. Yeah. Uh, this is uh, episode three. Right? Yeah, this is technically episode three. So, uh, I mean, I, I think we're doing pretty good. <laughs> I think we're great, right? We made it to three. That's we're already stars. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this has been consistent. <laughs> All right, so let's see, let's get into it. Uh, this is Sammy C. And this is Asia. And this is... Sheets. V. Wawa. The podcast. The podcast. Uh, so first I want to uh, apologize. Listen, I know on our uh, docket, I promise you to talk about how we're going to open Bananas. And uh, we will get to that, but I'm going to apologize because I was a little late to this call today. I have a confession to make. Oh, I'd love to hear this. So this, uh, you know, quarantine, we have to acknowledge this quarantine being insane and things have changed. Last time I mentioned <laughs> we're certainly drinking a lot. <laughs> yes. And one thing I did is I also watched like a lot of crime documentaries and cult documentaries okay and i kind of dig in the cult documentaries do you watch them like no i have no idea what that is what do you mean so a documentary about people who join cults oh cult oh oh well we watched the nexium one so the now yes Mm -hmm. crazy yeah and like i so i watched basically all of them and uh, (laughs) oh i'm sitting there watching and like because the way they do these documentaries, they they do them pretty well to show, like, how people go from, like, seemingly normal to, like, joining these cults. Yeah. Right? Just total bongos. And uh, you're like, I could never fall for that, right? And they all, like, have the same thing. It's, like, a creepy guy leader. Yeah, who's and, so like super charismatic. Yeah, very charismatic. Uh, they all end up wearing, like, the same clothes. and mm-hmm. And in the end... It all has to do with having sex with the leader. Eventually, yeah. Right? So I'm like, yeah, I could never fall for that. But my confession (laughs) is, I think I did join a cult. (laughs) I'm pretty sure I joined a cult because I am now the owner of a Peloton. Oh, fuck. Is that why you look all sweaty? Yeah, so I I had to get in my workout. Oh. Because if I don't get it, that, you know, like, if I miss a day, it's very, it's ups- it's more upsetting than I'd like to admit, is what I'm saying. So if you miss a day, is it immediately, like, they're, like, calling you and they're like, Sam, Sam, are you okay? No. Sam, because- I'm just concerned about you, Sam. Uh, <laughs> I'm you're so- not putting full effort into this, Sam. I'm so far into the cult that now I feel that way. It's Hello just Tom like Tom is going to be very upset with you, Sam. Yeah, Do you want so him to feel that way? It, it, 
that's where I'm at. And like, you know, it's like the same thing we meet every day. It's seemingly like, oh, this is a workout. But like, you have all these very charismatic instructors who so get fun. unnecessarily emotional in these rides. Like, oh. they like, the amount, there's one in particular, but the amount of times I've seen these people cry while on a fucking stationary bicycle is insane like i like you got some shit you gotta deal with and i don't think this is the appropriate time like you know like i get it like you had a rough childhood (laughs) and you know maybe exercise helped you through that somehow but i don't know i don't need to know about that (laughs) and like it's insane but yet here I am in this cult where I'm like dying to get the clothes, by the way, which are so fucking expensive. That's how I like okay. know I'm not like fully ingrained yet because I haven't purchased a piece of this clothing because it's okay. so expensive. You don't own anything that says Peloton besides the bike. Right, besides the bike. Okay. That is correct. Because I'm trying to be like, I don't tell anybody that I have a Peloton except people who I wouldn't mind. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so like, other cult members. Yeah. So I, I'm. And I did, like, recruit a little bit. Like, I'm, like, very disappointed in myself. Like, my neighbor got a Peloton after I talked about it so much. Another one of my friends got a Peloton. It's, like, it's bad. I, like I said, I I never thought it could happen to me. And yet, oh, and then, of course, there are certain instructors that I do want to have sex with. So <laughs> it's like it is a cult for sure. So yeah. that's why I'm late. I had to get in this workout because. Okay. But I'm I'm telling you, like I feel like I'm just like a day tripper to this cult. You know, like I haven't like gotten the room yet. I'm no. like I'll be there while they're pouring the Kool Aid, but I'm probably gonna dip out. Like next week, you're gonna be call- pouring the Kool Aid. Yeah. Well, so that being said. Well, I, so I, I have to say I am, um, (laughs) with a Miller Lite. Well, and we don't, in podcast world, no one knows what time it is. That is true. Uh, It's it's 11 (laughs) a.m. Um, so I, I have to tell you, I'm a little bit disappointed. One that you, have joined the Peloton cult and two that you didn't tell me sooner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't have a Peloton, but I do have um, echelon. Whatever. I have another competing company bike in my basement. Okay, so, like, here's the other, like, when I thought I was, like, yeah, I'm not, like, obsessed, like, some people, one girl I work with, she was, like, in the middle of moving, and she was, like, yeah, you know, I gotta figure out how to move my Peloton, I was, like, you have a Peloton? She's, like, well, no, I have, like, an echelon, and I immediately, like, my reaction was, like, how dare you? Yeah. Why did you claim having a Peloton? And that's when I was, like, fuck, Sam, you're in too deep. Yeah, you're already, you're sinking. Yeah, yeah, it's it's over. You're gonna be fucking Peloton next week. And uh, you know, like get branded. <laughs> There's definitely people out there with like Peloton tattoos. <laughs> Probably on I, their vagina, right? Let me 
yeah we got to look at that uh we got to look at that for sure i want to find that and i i just feel like you're right yeah so, so. we can talk to like my addiction is probably going to get worse as time goes on i imagine um like i'm yeah, I'm gonna change. But here's mm, here's how mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. this is how you and my listeners can keep an an eye out. It's like, you know, how does my do I do free commercials for Peloton throughout the podcast? Like have I stopped drinking? Do I cry because I'm happy seems to be a thing with these people on the Peloton. But how much I love life now. So just everyone if you could keep an eye out. Okay, well, we will mark this one as number one, and we will, we will just follow your progress through right. this whole ordeal. So, so this is the first step, right? Admitting, like, I know the, I joined this cult. Yeah, and it might be a problem. So, so, interestingly, I've always thought about, I've always wondered about myself, like, if given the opportunity, would I join a cult? Um, and I can absolutely positively hands down tell you right now, I'm, I know I would be like the first person to, to drink the Kool-Aid. I am like, I, I always say I'm a leader, but to me, every leader is a follower as well. So, uh, you just have to find the right thing to follow. And, (laughs) and, and the funny thing is you're talking about a Peloton. I have a different bike downstairs it's just as equipped it moves and it does all the cool things it's got google maps but i'm like hmm sam has a peloton maybe i should get one it and is we've been my- talking for less than 10 minutes <laughs> <laughs> it is it's crazy that's what happens but if you join, first of all, you have to say that I referred you and then I get like a hundred bucks to the Peloton store. Oh, That's you helping get, me. Okay, you get pushed up in the pyramid. Yes. <laughs> One step exactly. closer to fucking A hundred percent. So, um, again, like, it's, I love it. I use it every day. Oh, I have this one friend who's like, obsessed with peloton and she loves this one instructor and for every ride this instructor cries every single ride why she's either like going through some shit or like she tells some stories about i i don't know she like it's not always that she's sad but it's like She's not like she's happy. Yeah, it's like mm-hmm. she's gone through some shit, and I feel like I don't. I don't know. You're talking to strange. First of all, you're in a room by yourself, right? right. There's nobody there with right. them now, and you're talking to literal strangers all over the world, all over the world, and you're crying. And to me, it's fucking weird. But to my one friend, she thinks it's great. I don't get it. Yeah. I mean, that sounds exactly like what would happen um, if you went to your first cult meeting. Yeah. Or your second cult meeting. Or you're, like, regularly going to cult meetings. And then all this... And you're, like, watching this person. And then you have you. You're the skeptical one right now. And your friend is, like, all in. 
So. Oh, God. So if I eventually am like, I really love this woman. She, like, lets us see deep into her soul. Yeah. And so that's when I know it's too late. That's what's a shame about it. Well, yeah, because then you'll want to help her further the mission. Right. Wow. This is some deep shit. This is a lot. I'm sorry to hit everybody with this on episode three, but I just, I I wanted to let you know, I needed to be honest with you. If this is going to work, we have to be honest with you. I appreciate your honesty. I appreciate you, your vulnerability. Yeah. Uh. (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, God. It's happening. (laughs) Is Is that a deer? Oh my god! And uh, you know, I'm uh, I'm looking forward to uh, taking this ride with you. Yeah. Same All right. Well. Um. Yeah. Good luck <laughs> to everyone, especially me, yeah. during this journey. Yeah. Um. Okay. So, but as promised, so I just had to get that out there. Um. As promised, we will get into banana peeling. Um, but I want to just say another thing about on the journey to learn about us, Asia and I are geriatric millennials. Yes, we are. So that's just another uh, layer for everyone to understand our perspective on things. Yes. Um, I, I have, I don't know. How do you feel about being a geriatric millennial? Because I I love it. Yeah. Same. I have fully embraced it. Like to me. Given the term geriatric, just gives me the excuse to be like, I don't know what I'm doing. A hundred. I'm like, I, I yeah. I was gonna say I'm even okay with the geriatric moniker. I'm perfectly fine with geriatric. Yeah. I, in fact, uh, when we started this, we we do this on Zoom uh, so that we can see each other's faces, and I was very proud of the fact that I managed to escape the pandemic without catching Zoom. Uh, <laughs> I had never used Zoom and I was very proud of that. But now I am using Zoom. So in the the geriatric part of me, it was like I was like, I don't need to do what those kids do. But the millennial part of me was like, I've never used Zoom, but um I'll be able to figure that out. And right, I we're did open it. to these things because all of this shit was like sort of developed at the time where like even like the adults were like making us test shit out. Like remember in like computer oh, yeah. lab, like oh yeah. And like I I rem- I still cannot really do a good PowerPoint, but I definitely <laughs> in high school remember they like in computer class were like, here's how you do a PowerPoint. And now it's like it has totally taken over. But we were, like, one of the first people, so I, I don't know if that maybe it's just me sucking at PowerPoint. But for me, <laughs> it, like, it's something that I've done. Like, many of us do, yeah, sure, I've tried it. But then we're, like, take it or leave it. We could jump on that train and be all about it, or we could not and still function right. perfectly fine. Right. Or figure it out later. Right. Uh, now, here's my thing, though. I don't think anybody actually uses PowerPoint anymore. <laughs> So I feel like my company uses it all the fucking does time. It? Okay, so like my I I guess we do use it, but I feel like a lot of other places use like Visio or whatever where they actually do video. And, okay. Yeah. But you know what? I've never had to do that. So Right? Like it's just not my jam. But it's just another thing. Like all this stuff stuff was invented. So when things come out, we try it. Hell yeah. 
I mean, like, fuck, look at this. We're doing a podcast. <laughs> we're we're hashtag podcasting. <laughs> I like all like I have I never hashtagged before, and you're like a big hashtag. Yeah, I'm always all over you about your <laughs> less than stellar hashtag game. So. When I do it, I do like to type out hashtag. Yeah, it's more fun that way. Hashtag, yes. hashtag, hashtag, hashtag. Um, but yeah, the I I I do love being like an older millennial. Yeah, it's it's an interesting group to be in because I like look at the younger ones and I'm like, get off my lawn. <laughs> I am, I, it's the same, like, I'm in this workplace, and, like, I'm bitching about millennials, Yeah. and then people are like, when were you born? <laughs> and I was like, it was different, it was different! It's different. <laughs> <laughs> Not the yeah. same! I have Not a the tendency same. to be like, well, you're a baby, and then people are like, I'm five years younger than you, and I'm like, no, but you're a baby. <laughs> Is that weird? Yeah. Like, it's. it's a I worked with thing. a kid who was in his twenties, like maybe he was like twenty three or twenty four, but he was already married and had babies. And I was like, I like looked him straight in the eye, and I was like, <laughs> "Babies having babies? What does <laughs> this world come to?" It is. It's a shame, is what it is. Except, but and then on the flip side, our generation, all of my friends are having their babies at like 35, 30. Yeah. I feel like they're they're getting married late. They're having oh, yeah. babies late. They're like, yeah, fuck it. We'll be fine. We're going to do shit at our own pace. And yes. I, I think it's great. Agree. But it is funny that there's these youngsters. Yeah. I, running I, around I, and just this. What's the word? Besmirching our generation. <laughs> yeah, something like that. <laughs> Listen, I've been drinking. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, just that. That's another perspective. So that being said, I am a viewer of TikTok through Instagram. Like, yeah. Right? Like, I don't have TikTok, but, like, I can see why people love it, because I go through those, like, what do they call them? Streams? Reels. They're reels reels on Instagram. On reels. So, I, like, go through these reels. Like, I I could sit there, and then it's like, fuck, it's, you know, an hour has passed, and I've been looking at these reels. But I've learned a lot, right? You know, people say, like, things they learn on TikTok. Oh, okay. What have you learned? Well, I learned that some people open their fucking banana weird. I, yeah, I am so, I mean, to me, there's like one way to peel a banana. And it's like how I was taught to peel a banana as a child, how everybody I've ever known peels a banana. So (laughs) I would love to see how you peel a banana. Right. How it differs from. I'm thinking, I'm thinking we're going to be on the same page. Okay. Because I agree. I never thought anybody would peel a banana. To me, it makes the most sense to peel a banana this way. But what I've seen, and I'm pretty sure it was like TikTok, like reels. And it wasn't about peeling banana. It was just somebody peeling a banana for whatever other purpose. Okay. And I watched the way that they peeled it. And I was like, this can't be right. And I've seen it done that way. So anyway, so you're looking at a banana. 
And then you have what I would call the stem. Like, when they're yeah. all grouped together, that's what it's connected by. Right. Right? The stem? Mm -hmm. Yes. So when you, you know, take it away from the bushel? Is that what a group of bananas is called? <laughs> I have no idea. Fine. Take it away oh, from sure. the bushel. Okay. You take it. I'm the sure there's cluster. some technical term for it. Take it away. And then you use that the stem if you will and that's where you start peeling right you pop that back so it cracks the and banana. it cracks right okay Is i there have another seen way to people banana i have seen <laughs> people peel it on the opposite end and that stem is almost like a handle so for it's like a lollipop banana yeah and if you think about it like trying to be understanding that way you do get to the whole banana because you have the stem. When you peel it our way, you still have, like, you end up having to sort of, um, you know, squeeze out the bottom or whatever. I but do not squeeze the bottom out of my banana. I just <laughs> peel it off. So <laughs> I, yeah. How do you start that? Do you have to cut it? I've, you know what? I think I saw it live once. No, and they just somehow do it. I to me that to me that is just isn't know, that crazy? That is just recreating the wheel. It, it it seems like way more work to me. Yeah, I just feel like if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Well, listen, I just wanted you to know here. these people are out there. Apparently, but maybe based on this conversation, I'm gonna say maybe they're a very small minority, and I'm hoping though. That this podcast isn't going to give them some sort of confidence to go out in the world. I think you have given these people a platform now yeah. to and, say. And I, I didn't mean to do that. Hey, everybody peels their banana dick. Yeah, stay in the closet. <laughs> you closeted freak banana people. We're going to have like a new fucking political party based around the weird way that they peel bananas. So... I don't, I don't mean to give them, Wow. I, I don't want, I, I'm not trying to unite you, basically. I'm trying to inform what I consider the majority that will be on the lookout and try not to associate with these people. I feel like this, however, what, I feel like that kind of goes against all of the things we believe in, though. You and I. <laughs> to tell a group of minority people to stay away, to closet themselves. I don't, that, that's not how we operate. You and I are, we were very much on the same page with that. You're 100% correct. So I feel like, look, if you want to peel your banana the freak way, that's on you. You do you, you know? And, uh, and maybe if you can tell me why you peel your banana that way and how it's better than the way I've been doing it for the last 30, 30 odd years. <laughs> well, we're millennials, so they can figure it out. 30, 30 plus years, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. uh, then I, I would be open to hearing about it. So if we do have any listeners that. that oh my God, we could have them on. We could have them on. Cause you're yeah. right. You're right. That's. That's not me. I am no, it's not, not Sam. I am not one to tell people to hide who they are. 
no, and how not. they do things. <laughs> we're eating the same banana. It, we're it's still, we're still, but can we agree, like, if they ate the peel, that maybe we can be, like, unite against those people? Or are you, like, you're still, like, no, that's cool. I mean, if you're eating banana peels, I don't want to know about it. <laughs> I eat the banana and the peel. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, you keep that to yourself. Oh, you want to hear something weird that I think is weird then? And you can tell me if this is a Western PA thing. Okay. Jeremy, my husband, has been known to eat raw potatoes. Like, I'll be cutting up potato, you know, to cook them. Yeah, and then he'll yeah, just yeah. eat it. And it is the weirdest thing. Maybe that is a Western PA thing. Because that's not weird to you. It is very weird to me. (laughs) Um, But when I was little, when I was a child, I really, every time my mom cut a potato, I'd ask for a piece. So, oh my God, we found it. We found this is like under (laughs) some gravel and dirt (laughs) and shit that you Western PA eat raw potatoes it is weird yeah i mean but i don't it's not like it's on the menu at sheets what i I'm said sorry. it's not like it's on the menu at oh. <laughs> i thought you were saying it is on the menu at sheets no and like and there we go another another check box for wawa no. but i'm sure that has something to do with the like german I don't know. I want to say like the the places of origin for many of the people. The I don't Maybe. know. But I I'm Irish. We love potatoes, but oh, I've never yeah. seen anybody eat a raw. Even we're like no. Okay. Yeah, I mean if an Irish person I never know. never eat a raw <laughs> potato. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's just a thing. Maybe it's um wow. maybe it is western PA. Like I said, I wouldn't eat a raw potato now. Well, if we ever get any listeners, please let us know. And yes, I'm opening beer number two. Well, you know, it's five o'clock somewhere. Yeah, in like Thailand. (laughs) Well, I mean, if you really think about it, when they listen to this. Yeah. You know, I'm really I'm drinking in the future. Yeah, our UK listeners would be drinking right along with you. Right, yeah. Yeah. There we go. Well, that makes me feel good. I feel like I could I feel like I could add to the mix. Uh I'm like looking at what time it is and how I have half a cup of coffee and a <laughs> half a Nalgene bottle of water in front of me and thinking I could grab a something out of the fridge. A quick drink. Yeah. Be right back. We we can pause for a commercial break. (laughs) That works perfectly. Uh, This break brought to you by Miller Lite. Not yet a paying sponsor. So this is just a one-time free ad space for Miller Lite. So one-off for Miller Lite. But uh, if if anybody knows Sam, they know that uh, there's nothing more 
Sam than Miller Lite, or there's nothing more Miller Lite than Sam. Yeah. I don't know. So, I... so really, Miller Lite, this is just to notify you that right. this is an opportunity that I think you should get on board for. I mean, I can speak to you. Like, listen, Miller Lite is a great beer for any time of day. Opportunity of a lifetime right here for Miller Lite. <laughs> I'll say, hey, I could wake up, drink a Miller Lite. I could go to bed and then lay down and drink a Miller Lite. And every time it's refreshing, it's a long day, sustainable beer. And you are drinking a hard seltzer. (laughs) Well, you know I'm not a seltzer person. Yeah, so that's why I don't understand. So, I mean, that sounds delicious. See, I... I like the concept of seltzers. I just never like the taste of them. I don't even like non-alcoholic seltzers. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. I won't I won't drink a seltzer either. No, I'm, except if you remember Clearly Canadian. That shit was the yeah. bomb. That well, was probably 90s. Okay. And Clearly Canadian was like a flavored seltzer and I loved it. I don't even think they make it anymore. It's just LaCroix. It's been re- rebranded. <laughs> Uh, to me, I feel like typically seltzer tastes like TV static. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it like just hurts my brain to even think about it. But I was at the beer distributor yesterday, which if you're not in Pennsylvania, you probably don't know what that is. <laughs> we actually have to buy our beer, our malt, any kind of beverage like that has to be bought at a beer distributor liquor Mm -hmm. gets bought at the state store (laughs) it's really strange uh in recent like in recent history though they are you can now buy beer and wine at the supermarket however you have to pay for it separately right and the only reason that they can the only reason that they can get away with selling it at the supermarket is Every supermarket that has a couple extra thousand dollars has now in- installed a cafe because then you have to be able to sit there and drink it. And drink it. That is and true. That was there the are loophole. definitely empty tables at my supermarket. Yes, and that was the loophole that now this is the best part. Sheets discovered the loophole that as long as you had somewhere to drink, if you could drink on the premises, you could sell alcohol. That is, you know what? I didn't even think, because I was going to say sheets, you can buy it, but I didn't put that together. Yeah. That that's how they're able to do that. Yep. So cheers to sheets. I'll give them that one because you cannot buy booze at Wawa. Oh, yeah. I feel like all the places around here now are starting to be like, oh, yeah, you can totally buy booze. Just put a fucking picnic bench outside. Mm-hmm. And that's all you gotta do. Doesn't matter if it's negative 30 degrees and there's eight <laughs> feet of snow. You hear me, Wawa? You hear me? <laughs> yeah, get on this, Wawa. <laughs> but anyways, I'm drinking a seltzer. I went to the beer distributor and I was completely enamored by the box. Wow. So, wow. Look at you. Yeah. Right. Getting so sold I, like, by the packaging. 
I told you, I'm like the first person to join the cult. So I walked up to the ladies that work. <laughs> they at like awesome. made this shelter. They're like, no one's gonna buy this. And, yeah. and you're like, Except I'll buy it. Asia. <laughs> They're like, we'll make the box pretty and Asia will pick it up. Yeah. So I carried it over to the ladies. We have this awesome beer distributor. Shout out to Lou's Brews and White Oak. Stop on down. They have like 18 different Lou's varieties of Brews. slushies. Love yeah. It. Tons of slushies. Uh, and they always kind of know what's going on. So I walk up and I'm like, hey, have you heard anything about this? And they're like, no. <laughs> <laughs> so the 12 wow. pack was like $20. And I'm like, sure, I'll take it. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, the only thing that the reason I, I thought these would be okay is because they actually have juice in them, too. So it's not just seltzer. It's seltzer with real juice. So it has more flavor. And? It tastes like weak pop. Oh. For those of you anywhere else in the world, pop <laughs> is soda. Pop. <laughs> but these it's people pop. call it pop. And pop. by the way, they don't say pop. It's pop. Yeah, we don't say pop. Because <laughs> that's not how we pop in western Pennsylvania. It's pop. It's pop. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nice try there, Sam. Don't worry. Oh, you know, for our listeners, the accents will get better, just like in Mayor of East Town. The accents do get better. Oh my God, I did season. flick it on the other day, and she she does. She tries too hard when she was like water. She was like water. Like it was just yeah. like so. Like that SNLs get really nailed. How like she's just like I don't know like. Yeah, we say water, but we don't say, like, water. Like, I don't know. It was yeah, like you don't have to think about it. She said it too intentionally, I guess. Yeah. And that's well, what. If you see the daughter episode, there's, like, <laughs> this one scene where the two characters go back and forth. And it's like, but Mare, that's his daughter. And she is. She has a daughter, and her daughter has a daughter. And then Mayor's like, "I know that's his daughter, but." And it's like, you just kind of stare at the TV, and you're like, "I know where they're. I know what they're saying because I know. I I I can understand that dialect, but the thing is, it is not spot on. It is." It is 100% like the SNL skit. Um, oh, but, man. But I, but so, yeah. So we didn't talk about this in the last episode, but uh, I did my research for the last episode by watching the first episode of Mayor of Easttown because I had seen the SNL skit and I didn't know right. what it was about. And then I talked to you and you were like, oh, it's about that show that Kate Winslet's in and I was like oh okay so then like we I guess we had talked about or heard that the the accents were terrible um and so I wanted to watch it for that because Kate Winslet had talked about hearing that Wawa was this magical place <laughs> and she she hung out at Wawa to research and I also heard that and I'm just like oh god like 
first of all, like, obviously I'm trying to get fans all over the place, but like you Delco people are like <laughs> a different breed of people. Like you are your own thing. Delco, right? And I think they'll own up to it. I don't think that they'd be surprised or angry that I'm going to say that. They, like, got their own, like, shit in Delco, and they're very proud of it. And I'm not against it. I mean, I went to school with a lot of Delco girls. I do really like Pika's Pizza. Like, you know, I I get the Delco thing to a degree. Like, I would never live there. But (laughs) I... But the show is, like, they try so hard. And to me, the Delco accent is, like, a little bit more subtle. Yeah, yeah. It's So, you know, we have, like, people, like, in Pittsburgh, we have Pittsburghies. And and we have, you know, when you do an impression of it, it's, like, very, very obnoxious. (laughs) Um, and, And you do get, like, in some of the some of the Pittsburgh neighborhoods, you get the little clusters of people that you're like, oh my God, I can't believe how they talk. <laughs> um, right. Yeah. And then you move, like if you are traveling from Pittsburgh to Philadelphia, it, you drive out of Pittsburgh and you get into Greensburg or whatever. And the accent definitely like it's calm, it, like calms down. Like you I don't, don't know. Have I, a, you mean you get out of because Greensburg to me is a thicker Pittsburgh accent. Than well, I was Pittsburgh. gonna say it, then it cha- it changes and it morphs a little bit. Yeah, and then you get the people that like they sound uneducated. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they right. can have a PhD, but you but know the, they the first they open their mouth and you're like, oh my god, where did you come from? And and then. And then what's interesting about that accent is by the time it hits Philly, or by the time I guess it hits Delco, <laughs> it has like, it's like watered down, but it's what like everybody that? talks with a slack jaw and like their tongue pressed to the top of their mouth. Because that's how I talk when I do that impression. <laughs> Got it. Okay. So, so um, that's, yeah. But it then, is very <laughs> then you get your then you get your water people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like yeah. it's a very weird mix of Pittsburghese and and I don't even know what you call the Philly. Yeah, accent. I don't and because it's so funny, like different parts of Philly have like different accents a little yeah. bit. Like again, they're all sort of subtle, but yeah. it is distinct, certainly in some cases. Oh, um, for sure. But it is <laughs> I guess I should like, really sit down and watch. First of all, people yeah. are saying Mayor of Easttown is a really good show. So, yeah. So, I would say for the first three episodes, the um, the accent detracts a little bit. Okay. At least if you're from Pennsylvania. <laughs> you're like, that's not how you say daughter. Like, come on. Um, but then I had to keep watching. In fact, after our podcast, after we recorded, I was like, I literally ran out of the room and I was like, okay, Tim, let's watch it again. Like I, we had to watch it. Um, So it is definitely worth a watch. And I, I watch it and I think, oh, I totally knew that guy. I've seen that guy down the street. (laughs) 
So it's very relatable for people that are from Pennsylvania, I think. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, good. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think we've tackled again some pretty good Pittsburgh Philadelphia differences. The potato to me, I want to hear from you, people. I need to know who's eating raw potato and yeah. if that is a Pittsburgh thing or Western PA thing. I got to know. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm curious too because I have eaten a raw potato. I wouldn't say I've eaten a whole potato, but I've eaten pieces. Yeah. 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 And crazy. that was okay. I don't know. And apparently you are from Philly and you don't do that, but you're No, I don't husband. know anybody, but yeah, he'll, and I, I think it's super weird. I, something makes me think I have a picture or I've seen a picture of you holding a raw potato like you're going to eat it from your bachelorette no, party. They were cooked. They <laughs> were cooked. Those were raw, but I know no, you didn't eat it. No, no, they were cold. But they were, I'm pretty sure, cooked. I don't listen. That was drunk Sam. That was a different person. Yeah, okay. If we if we <laughs> stay on long enough, we're gonna meet her and we can ask her. But I don't know. What I, I remember might be sick of hearing our voices already. <laughs> yeah, our husbands um, are like, yes, please go talk to strangers and not <laughs> us for a period of time every week. Yeah, Tim asked me what I thought I was going to gain from this. (laughs) (laughs) But on that note, you know, we think we're funny. So go ahead. If you, yeah, uh, if you agree, uh, like us, us share us. Yeah, give us a review. (laughs) Tell us something, again, tell us something we should be eating from Sheets and Wawa. Tell Mm -hmm. me why you peel your banana wrong. And... You know, tell me if you eat raw potatoes. These are things we want to hear from yeah. you on. And then obviously Miller Lite, I want to hear from you also. Right. We'll work out some sort of deal. And and if you're from Delco, give us a five-star review. Or yeah. hit us up and at least tell us why you love Delco. Yeah, tell me about Delco. Get, yeah, we want to yeah, know about it. Give me some info. Tell me about uh, why you do or don't like Mayor of Easttown. And, yeah. you know, uh, go from there. Yeah, and so you can, um, you'll be able to call us and leave us voicemails uh, for our podcast. And if we think you are funny enough, uh, we will play it. So leave us a message. That's true. And then and hit yeah, us and up then, on all the socials. We uh, all, we're all of them. Sheets be Wawa on Twitter and on Instagram. Uh, I'm leaving the Facebook thing to itself because Facebook is dumb. Because yeah. we're like, you know, we're geriatric millennials, so we're yeah. like cool enough to not use Facebook that much. We we were there when it was invented. It was meant for us. That's Actually, we I'm were. too old for Facebook. It was, but it, oh, you must have I just had graduated, graduated college, oh. uh, before Facebook. Uh, yeah. My senior year is when it came out. Yeah. And I remember, like, the, the murmurs of it being at, you know, first it was, like, Ivy League, right? right. And it then was only certain we were like, schools. oh, we're going to get it. And then we did get it my senior year. Mm-hmm. So I was, but, you know, I'll be honest, I had Facebook, and I still have Facebook, but during that time, MySpace was the jam, right? Yes, like, it was. My, so I had Facebook, but I distinctly remember in one of my first, it was probably my second job out of college. 
I was like at a meeting and they were talking about like buying ads for Facebook and like this was obviously before it went public and before you could even get it mm-hmm. like without having like an edu email. Yeah. But I was like telling these people, I was like, no man, MySpace is where it's at. Well, I'm glad that they probably didn't take your they advice. They didn't listen to my yeah. advice. And I'm really happy because, like, had I been on some sort of decision team at the time, I would have lost us whatever it is that you lose by making such a horrible decision. Yeah. 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 So that's us. And uh, I'm thinking for next week's episode, mm-hmm. you know, it's. You know, if we don't get some amazing feedback that we can touch upon, <laughs> I'm thinking we might dive into the controversial topic of Android versus iPhone. Ugh. Tough. Tough. I don't even know. But okay. I think, I think it's, I think we're ready. All right. I, Okay. Perfect. Perfect. All right. Well, you heard it here first. Android versus iPhone. (laughs) On the next installment of... Hit us up on socials. (laughs) 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 On the next installment of... Sheets. The... The... (laughs) Wawa. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks. (laughs)